0: Your audience will see your podcast name before they hear a word from you. Whether you're starting a new show or considering a rebrand, could your name mean the difference between showing up first in podcast search results or not showing up at all? Welcome to The Helpful Podcaster. I'm Mark Stedman, and I'm here to help you, the seasoned, soulful entrepreneur, build trust and create long-lasting, rewarding relationships with your podcast listeners. When it comes to podcast naming, people typically fall into two camps. Those who put no thought into their podcast name and those who agonize over it. The podcasting landscape is full of shows with names like the generic noun podcast, or the my name here podcast. And if any of this lands with you, first off, let me say that I'm not judging. Starting a podcast is like learning to juggle starting with three balls. It's hard enough getting the rhythm right, let alone not dropping anything. So whether you're considering a rebrand or you're starting something new, let's take a look at some tried and tested naming strategies and some tropes to steer clear of. So I said there are two groups of people when it comes to podcast naming, those who put little thought in and those who maybe put in too much. Well, there is a third group, and that's made up of people like you and me, people who pick names that either make a statement, outline a benefit, or hold up a mirror to the listener. With that in mind, here are three formulas you can try to help you come up with a great podcast name. Firstly, make a statement a position that highlights your perspective. Some shows that do this really well are Everything is Alive, You're Wrong About, and You Are Not a Frog. Rachel Morris has a successful podcast for GPs and other busy professionals. Here's a wee bit from the description of You Are Not a Frog. You may feel like a frog in boiling water. Things have heated up so slowly that you didn't notice the extra long days becoming the norm. You don't question the loss of control over your work, and you're used to constantly being on the edge of burnout until you reach boiling point. So when thinking about your own podcast name, is there a definitive statement or an alternative take that you have? Think about the power of statements like Black Lives Matter, Time's Up, or March for Our Lives. These are global movements with logos and websites. They're brands, but the nature of their names makes them undeniable and irrefutable. So that's one option. Next is to hint at the benefit the listener is going to get. Go back to your listener story for this one. If you don't have a listener story or you don't know what one is, check out episode 25 of this podcast. Here's some good examples of podcast names that demonstrate a benefit. 1% Better, Stuff You Should Know, and How I Built This. The hugely popular show How I Built This isn't about tips, tricks, or hacks, but rather bringing you inside the minds of people who've built wildly successful things. Again, you can see the through line from the podcast description. Guy Raz interviews the world's best-known entrepreneurs to learn how they built their iconic brands. In each episode, founders reveal deep, intimate moments of doubt and failure and share insights on their eventual success. To get clear on your benefit, complete the sentence, People listen to my podcast, So They Can, dot, dot, dot. Then see what happens when you tack on another, So They Can, dot, dot, dot. And another. For the plant-based nutrition podcast we cooked up in episode 25, the simplest benefit is that it teaches the listener about eating vegan. But if we ask why again, we get to so the family can cut out meat. With that as our benefit, we could go with a podcast name something like Kinder Eating. And finally, we can hold up a mirror to our listener and let them see themselves in the podcast name. Here are some great examples. Generative leaders. She podcasts. Latina to Latina. Gendered language is a bit weird, right? I mean, why in French is a table female? And while I'm at it, what is the deal with airline food? Anyway, where it quite obviously shines is for people who want to identify as a particular gender. In this case, Latina to Latina is doing a huge amount of heavy lifting by telling us in only two unique words that this podcast is for women of Latin American origin, or at least going by the American definition of Latina. This is actually the formula I used for this show. I want you, dear listener, to feel you belong here because you're making a show that's making a difference rather than to pimp your next book. If you're into the idea of identifying yourself as part of a tribe or even leading one, this type of name is like saying, this is who we are and this is where we gather. So here are some tips and things to consider when naming your show. Always go for clarity over cuteness. It can be tempting to pick a name that's a cute pun or maybe a made-up word or a portmanteau, you know, like uh, edutainment or brangelina. They're hard to spell and they usually don't actually communicate what your show is about. Ideally, it shouldn't be more than four words long. Fewer words make your show name more memorable and easier to type if you're buying a domain name. A three or four word name can be tricky if you're thinking about SEO, but you can always add a subtitle. The example I always give is I have a pretty popular show about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's called Beware of the Leopard, which is from a famous line in the series. But no one's searching Apple Podcasts or Spotify for Beware of the Leopard. So the full title, as it's listed in podcast directories, is Beware of the Leopard, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Podcast. Of course, it has to be unique. Real Talk is one of the most popular names for podcasts. Apart from the fact it doesn't tell you anything about the show, it's pretty hard to make headway with a name like that. If you find another show with the same name that's put out episodes within the last few years, maybe try another name. Test a few names out on friends and family or people in your target market. Ask them what each name makes them think of and spot if there's a pattern. Don't be afraid to use lingo or terminology that's unique to your industry. If it's something that's easily identifiable within your market and not like a weird sex thing, chances are your audience will connect with it more strongly. Next up, make sure it sounds like something you would say. People are going to hear you speak a lot, so it needs to sound like it comes from your voice. Now, once you've got your shortlist of names, you want to think about the domain name, an email address, and maybe a hashtag. Even if the domain name just redirects to a podcast page on your own website, it's important to have one so that you can mention it on mic. It's okay if it's a bit long, as long as it's easy to type. A good example of this is thenakedartofliving.com. It's a long address, but every word is easy to spell. So with that... What are some absolute naming no-no's? We'll get into it after this. Okay, so here are some things to avoid at all costs when coming up with a name for your podcast. Firstly, using the word podcast. It turns out everything in Apple Podcasts, the Spotify Podcast Directory, and Amazon Music Podcast Library is a podcast. Think about how many books you've read that end their name with the word podcast book Now that doesn't necessarily apply if you have a subtitle for your podcast as i already mentioned the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy podcast that is using the word podcast but it's part of the subtitle it's not the actual branded name of the show secondly don't name the podcast after yourself unless yours is a name lots of people are going to be searching for If you're famous and already have a big following, you'll probably be okay, but most of us aren't, and so we have to pick names that bridge that knowledge gap. The same goes for brands. If your brand is a household name, calling it the such-and-such brand podcast makes sense if it's a name lots of people are searching for. But again, with the best will in the world, I doubt that's the case for us right now. And lastly, steer clear of words with differing spellings or words you're deliberately misspelling either for lols or to differentiate your show from others. Imagine you had a film review show and you wanted to call it Real Talk. This time it's R-E-E-L Talk. Do you want to have to make that distinction when you read out your web address at the end of each episode? So, to wrap it all up then, good names are short, ideally between one and four words long, ambiguous and don't have the word podcast in them unless in the subtitle if you're struggling to find a good name try picking one that either helps your listeners see themselves in your show one that clearly defines the benefit of listening or one that makes a statement lastly remember as with all of this stuff there are no hard and fast rules if you've got a name you love go with it these are just some things to keep in mind if you want to take any of your podcast names for a test drive you can join me and other helpful podcasters like you in our community space you'll find it at thehelpfulpodcaster.com join thank you so much for listening and let's do this together